When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Show me beat him fair and square, boss. Do the right thing. You and I have very different opinions on what fair and square is, and no, you're not getting the belt back. Right you now. think you're the digital media champion? <laughs> like the last thing I need is to be digital media champion. So, but I tell you what, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take this belt. Two weeks from now, I'm gonna suspend it over the ring in the first ever digital media ladder match. You know what? You two can kill each other, jump off of stuff. Murder each other. Whoever gets the belt is the champion. That'll be great. Hey, stay back. Not yet. Hey, wait. It's not the time or place, guys. Wait it out. Brian Myers joins us from Impact Wrestling, the reigning Impact Wrestling digital media champion. Brian, you've lost the belt again. What's going on? Well, where's the belt? I didn't didn't lose it. It was stolen. It's not Mm. like I was pinned or I, I was submitted like in a traditional wrestling match. It was stolen. So... That's an impact management problem, not a not a Brian Myers problem, don't you don't you think? We got a thief, we have a thief in the locker room. You know, I don't hire the and fire the talent; someone else does. So, not my problem. Uh, okay, well, talking about things that you've lost, what is something that you have lost that's almost as important as the digital media championship? Something personal that you've lost? Uh, it could have been something with a bit of value to it, something you could have left on a train somewhere. If I said to you something that you've lost, what would you think of? Uh, well, if it's an actual possession, I'm a little too, um, anal, if you will. I'm very nuts. I don't misplace things. And if I do, I go nuts and I'll retrace my steps and figure it out. But what I have lost and every other person that I work with has lost is their minds for getting involved <laughs> in pro wrestling in the first place. Cause we're all just a little bit crazy. Some of us, a lot of bit crazy. Some of us a little bit crazy, but everybody's crazy for doing this. So what would it have been for you if it hadn't been pro wrestling? I, it's like an, I've been asked that question before, and it's impossible to answer, man. It's I've loved 
wrestling since I was five years old and I legit never stopped. And the, the love just kind of grew, you know, it's, it's a, uh, it's a lifelong passion for me. So there, there is no me. I'm a completely different person without wrestling, you know? Well, we're going to talk about your lifelong passion throughout today. Uh, we are sending you onto a desert island and you're going to take three wrestling matches to watch with you, burned onto a DVD or something. We haven't really thought about the tech. Uh, we'll talk about all three matches as we go through our chat today. Uh, but Brian, what would you like your first match to be? Well, if, I, if I'm going to pick one right off the bat, it has to be the first one that mattered to me, the first one that made an impact on me. I have a giant poster of it right in front of me here in, in my playroom, uh, and I keep it to remind me of like kind of why I got involved with all this stuff in the first place, you know, keep that childlike wonder about pro wrestling. And that is April 1st, 1990, WrestleMania six, ultimate warrior versus Hulk Hogan sky dome, brother. I mean, uh, it just, it's literally the show that made me a wrestling fan. My brother brought home, uh, the Coliseum home video that summer. So I didn't see it live, but it's the first thing I ever remember seeing wrestling. And it just seemed, I mean, even to the packaging, you know, when they're facing off, it just seemed so epic. And, uh, it was, it's kind of, kind of holds the test of time. You know what I mean? So your brother bought the video home. Did you say, is that how you first watched it? That's my first memory of wrestling is watching WrestleMania six on the tape. What did you make of it? The moment that you started seeing it? I guess it was just, you know, it was everything. It was the theatrics, the athleticism, um, my my brother's quite a bit older than me, so he was very quick to not let me believe that it was real. But even at five, I didn't care. You know what I mean, I was like, I don't care. This is so awesome. Whatever this is, it's the same as even back then. I knew it was the same as watching a movie or a TV show or something. I'm just going to enjoy it. And uh, it was so larger than life that you know it really made a big impact on me. So how often could you get to watch wrestling from where you were? So your brother was bringing videotapes home. Did you have much access outside of that? Uh, not not in my early years. So we had like a little. Uh, really old school mom and pop video story and not even like a blockbuster or something with like a name brand. It was just like a mom and pop video store called video orchard in my hometown. And to me, once he, you know, he opened that gate to me to like, what is this? What is that? I'd go there. And like, to me, and these are in my like childhood memories, it was just a wall and it was like this epic wall of wrestling tapes. And I would just, I actually have a memory of being at the counter with my mom and having something. And I couldn't tell you what it was, but, and back then they handwrite you know what you got on like a little card or whatever and you have like a your kind of card in the rolodex on file and the lady pulled out and she goes do you guys know you've rented this six times already <laughs> it was just like <laughs> it was just like i don't care man you know i'm watching these over and over again just you know what i couldn't get enough you know then through the toys i discovered wcw and then these more tapes and just i just couldn't get enough now, obviously, yourself uh, and Matt Cardona, extensive uh, fans and collectors of the toys. What was the first wrestling action figure that you got? That you got? Uh, so I don't recall LJNs, the big rubber guys in the stores or anything like that. I, I just missed that. But what my fandom started in the the turnover from LJNs to WWF Hasbro's, which are, these are all over my walls behind me. So that's like those are like my wheelhouse, be all end all childhood wrestling figures and. See, I remember seeing the commercial for Series 1 and getting Series 1 guys. My mom came home with, like, four guys, like Jake the Snake, DiBiase, Axe, and Rick Rude, and it was, like, off to the races, man. It was, you know, an obsession. Were you, uh, obviously, by that at that point, at a young age, you were taking them out of the boxes and you were you were playing oh, with them and, and all of that stuff. Did you have a ring as well? It's a random question to ask, because I remember I had the same Hasbro figures that you did, but we couldn't afford the ring. So I got a cereal box and drew ropes on the <laughs> sides of it. 
uh, uh, to, to create a ring for Randy Savage and Jake the Snake Roberts to have 100 matches in. But did you have I, all of that equipment as well? I was fortunate enough, and I have a vivid memory of this, Christmas 1990. I got the rest of the guys in Series 1 that I didn't already have, and I got the ring. So I'll never forget that, you know. Did you get, but was there a point where you were sort of lapsed as a, as a action figure collector and that you got back into it or has it just been consistent now, Brian? Honestly, there's just a very little blip in time where I really was into Power Rangers when that like kind of swept uh, the United States in 93 uh, ish, you know, and then 93, a little bit of 94. And then it was just a brief moment in time for me. And then the rest is just, you know, pure wrestling obsession, you know, which is wild because throughout my like years, you know, you, you, you ride the waves of it, you know, the Hasbro era when I'm little, little, everyone was into wrestling, you know, and then there was that lull in the, the mid nineties. And then obviously I got to reap the benefits of the attitude era where, you know, everybody at school likes wrestling, which was really cool. As, as you were growing up and you, you said yourself, like there was nothing else. There was only going to be wrestling. Uh, did, did, did your folks think this was a phase that would grow out? Did they, what did they make of that? Uh, for sure. I mean, they're always supportive, but I'm sure in the back of their mind, they're like, okay, when's this going to end? You know, especially when you start nearing the end of high school and you're still saying like, no, I'm going to be a wrestler. So I don't really care about what college I go to or what I study it or whatever you know I'll do this to appease you but I don't really give a shit that kind of was uh where I was at and they got that and then you know I was you know fortunate enough and I worked hard enough to to prove them wrong pretty pretty quickly and then I mean um, I was 20 years old getting a paycheck from WWE so it's like kind of hard to deny you know so they quickly jumped on the bandwagon and they've been just nothing but supportive of me want to dip into that in a moment but let's get your second wrestling match for your island then so we had warrior and hogan from mania six what would you like your second one to be brian uh my second one would probably be my all-time favorite match and that would be SummerSlam 91 mr perfect versus brett Hitman hart for the intercontinental title why does this one jump out as your favorite so like brett was my favorite mr perfect was my favorite mr perfect was one of those guys that I liked when I was little, even though he was a bad guy, but I didn't know why I liked him until, you know, you get older and you realize that he was just really good at being a bad guy. And he was fantastic at making the good guys look even more awesome than they were because he was taking those ridiculous bumps on them. And, uh, you know, he just, uh, the vignettes had me fooled. You know, I really believed that this guy was perfect. A lot. It was kind of like a little perfect storm of his character. And then Brett, Brett's like the first time I remember being invested in a guy like, okay, I saw this guy as a tag team wrestler and he eventually becomes a tag team champion and then they break up and now he's on his way as a singles guy. And it's like, you feel invested as a fan in his success. And then that match is just fantastic. I've watched it so many times. Oh, I mean, I couldn't even tell you probably the most match I've ever watched in my life is that match. I could just over and over. It, it's, it's perfect. Madison square garden, Brett's family's there, you know, his mom and dad watching him. Um, his first major singles title, it's it's pretty epic. Then you hear the backstory that Mr. Perfect's back was blown out and it's going to be his last match for a long time. And him and Brett were buddies and he still went out there and you know gave him his all to, to make sure Brett got his, uh, you know, his big moment. A lot of cool stuff involved in just one match. Is there one moment in particular from that match that, that you always think of? Maybe something that's inspired you in your work? Um, just the way that like, knowing that Mr. Perfect is hurt and he's powering through, still taking those ridiculous bumps. You know, there's one point where Brett keeps kicking his leg and he's walking the ropes and he keeps, he keeps doing these like backflips back. Like as Brett's kicking at his leg and he gets something, he keeps making him look awesome. And then obviously I think a lot of people love, because it's the only time it ever happened to Mr. Perfect. They Brett rips his singlet off him at the end, which is kind of, 
unnecessary, but it was like a memorable, awesome thing, you know, and he's celebrating with Mr. Perfect's blue singlet wrapped around his neck and uh, Mr. Perfect goes back to the back and just trunks. It's, it is it is an unusual one for Brett to go, it's very unlike you, Brett, to strip a guy as they're leaving, but <laughs> right, all right. Well, like, pretty, unne- pretty, pretty unnecessary, but like to answer your question, it was very memorable. Uh, from renting videos like that at the Orchard to, as you say, at 20, signing with WWE. Uh, the, the last time we saw you as part of that particular system, it was uh, uh, one that you've no doubt spoken about a lot, which is uh, uh, the Kurt Hawkins losing streak uh, story. Was there ever like a true end planned for that that we didn't know? Or was it a case of going week to week and seeing where we go? No, it was literally week to week. And then I would always just kind of, promised myself not to even think about it because I, I felt like I was truly enjoying it and living in the moment, like where I'm not showing up every week going, is this it? Is this it? I wasn't doing that at all. I was showing up going, what's this guy's finisher? How could I take it the most awesome way? And like, I was kind of, I had like a little cheat code to the business for a little bit. Cause I really took the politics out of being a WWE superstar. You know what I mean? Like I know I'm losing. There's nothing, there's no back- backstabbing, you know, going around somebody to try to make something, you know, there was no ego. Like it was my job to be the best loser on the team so it was like I, I i saw the fun in it and i didn't want to think about the end game because i thought i'd just drive myself crazy like like i said hoping every week this was it or that or this or that and to be honest i i even think when it did end that was just you know uh, a spur of the moment conversation with vince where i think he realized oh shit we're in hawkins riders hometown and this could be a cool little moment you know i think that, i think that's just that was all vince so is that? Do you think why Vince pulled the trigger on ending the the the, the ultimate streak, arguably, uh, by by having that? Was it because it was in your hometown? I, I think it's a, a cluster of things. Like um, Zach and I went to go see him a couple of days before and talk about something else, and I think we just kind of, um, I think we just sparked something in his memory where, okay, like this this could be pretty cool for these guys, you know? I think that that's all, you know. Um, it was kind of like a fluke kind of thing. And I think I, I was passionately speaking about something else. And I, I mentioned that, you know, the real thing it was, it's a long story. I don't need to get into, but Vince and WWE didn't want me to wear the, the New York jets themed gear. And I was like, I'm like thinking, man, I'm like pretty low in the totem pole here with 10 days before mania. Like nobody's going to make me new gear. Like I really, and it was important for me to wear it too. It was like my favorite football team in their home stadium. And, you know, stuff like that so i was i I was speaking to him rather passionately one size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on same goes for healthcare. that's why united healthcare offers flexible budget-friendly coverage for medical vision dental and more learn more at uh1.com quality sleep is essential that's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And fire it up, but it was about that. And I think it triggered a whole other thing in his mind, like, okay, you know. And I said things along the lines, like, it's the NFL's biggest underdog. And the WWE's biggest underdog, you know, in the in the stadium. I think things like that really kind of woke his mind up about like what a cool moment it was. And I and I also think in, in a separate note, I think Revival had already kind of pitched to have a t- tag match represented on WrestleMania anyway because they they wanted to do that as well. So just like a, a great little mixture of happenstance. There's something to be said for that, I think, because it sounds like Vincent Mann had his mind made up, but you guys had the gumption to go, actually, look, this is why this is a good idea. Because, again, if you've got a, a gimmick where you're losing every match, kind of, as you've said, there's no politics, there's no BS. What is there to lose? Like, <laughs> this is what's happening anyway. So yeah, there's exactly. something to be said for that. Um, well, you're having the time of your life right now as part of Impact Wrestling, and I do want to talk about that uh, in just a moment. Uh, but I do want to ask about... Um, with WWE, obviously a major landscape change has been taking place. We're seeing Triple H terrorizing and terraforming that entire company. Uh, what's sort of what's the conversation um, amongst Impact Wrestling, and what are your thoughts on what's going on in and around Stamford at the moment? Um, it's just so you know, I uh, I have a wrestling school, so I'm, I have a lot of students, and I'm, you know, we talk about the business a lot. It's just like the current landscape of pro wrestling is changing by like the hour. You know what I mean? So it's mm. so hard to like sink your teeth or your mindset into one thing. Like I gotta be a WWE superstar. I gotta be, I gotta work for AEW. It's just been such a crazy year with insane things. I mean, there's been moments in 2022 where you're like, Oh my God, WWE is just a shit storm. And there's been moments where you're like, Oh man, AEW is a shit. So, you know, it's like, and then there's moments on the flip side where you're like, wow, this would be a fantastic place to work. This looks like an awesome time. You know, it's just been a crazy, crazy year, like through and through for all of pro wrestling. So uh, I, I guess it's just one of those things like I'm fortunate enough to be happy at Impact and uh, with the major wrestling figure podcast, the whole other business that I have. Um, I, I get to kind of sit back and be a spectator, you know, <laughs> which is great for me right now, because I, like I said, it's, it's changing so rapidly and so drastically. It's very hard to keep up with. I can imagine there's a lot with like yourselves at impact wrestling who are just kind of watching all this going on in WWE, watching all of whatever that is going on in AEW at the moment and just going, well, we're, we're cool. We're just going to crack on. We're doing what we do. We're making great wrestling. It's, it's 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 one of them. There's something to be said for being on the side of it. I know that yeah. um, I know that, that that Pat Buck, somebody that you know, was was kind of involved in that fracas with AEW. Feel free to plead the fifth on this. Uh, but uh, how's he doing? Is he all right? Um, I mean, all I'll say is, as a friend, I asked him if he was okay, and that's it. And we had a couple of texts like that, but. Uh... Obviously, he's not allowed to really speak on what's happening. So, nah, that's cool. But I just mm-hmm. thought I'd check and see he's all right because we do like Pat Buck. Uh, now, when it comes to Impact Wrestling uh, as the the digital media champion right now, it's uh, what what are your hopes once that belt is is properly back in your possession? Uh, what are your, some of your hopes for the digital media division? What would you like to see it do? I mean, I think I'm already doing what uh, I, what my hopes are. You know, I I I think I've raised the title and made it more important than anyone has ever had it before. Uh, I think I've gotten in more television time than anyone has before. I think it's you know I've had more defenses. I know that's an actual fact. I've had more title defenses than anyone has ever had it before. Uh, so I just want to keep on doing what I'm doing. I want to you know 
I, I either Instagram or tweeted at, at Josh Alexander a couple of weeks ago, a picture of, of me at that Ric Flair show shoving in that belt in his face while we were beating him down. And I was saying, Hey, this is the real belt and impact. And I, I meant that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to be the digital media champion. And I think uh, the direction that I'm going with it right now is full steam ahead. I was going to ask you about that. You did indeed push the belt in the face of uh, the impact world champion, Josh Alexander. Is this, is, are we, are we getting a showdown between the champions at some point at impact wrestling? I mean, obviously that would be the end game, right? You know, mm. to make that belt as relevant as his title and then have to put up or shut up. And Josh and I have battled many times, more times than people even realize because we've wrestled many years ago, several times uh, and a few times in impact since I've been there. So I look forward to it, man. He is an absolute workhorse, and uh, anytime you're in there with him, he obviously uh, makes you step it up a bit. But I, but I welcome that. So, be interesting to see. Now, the day that this goes out is the day before. Uh, looking not looking too far ahead to Josh Alexander, it's the day before uh, you compete in a ladder match for the Digital Media Championship. Uh, who are some of your ladder match icons? Uh, I mean, in preparation, I've watched. Um, Quite a few ladder matches, to be honest. Uh, obviously, there's the the Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon WrestleMania 10, and I actually like SummerSlam 95 a little bit better. Uh, th those are like I think the standard bearers of what the modern day ladder match will become. Uh, and, th and there's been some phenomenal ones, you know, throughout the years. So I, I I've, I've watched a handful to kind of you know get my creativity flowing and uh, be the best I can be in there. I, I haven't been fortunate to have many ladder matches throughout my career so mm -hmm. now you'll be able to watch that if you're in the uk on impact plus uh also impact insiders is a great place a great destination for keeping up with everything going on week to week for impact wrestling now before we get to your third and final match brian i'd like to spring this on people it's nothing bad i promise uh but as well as taking three wrestling matches onto the island with you you're also allowed to take with you a movie an album and a luxury item so three other things that you can take with you. So if I was to say to you, Brian, you can take a movie with you. Uh, what movie would you be renting metaphorically from the orchard to bring with oh, you man. to man, the island with you? Whew. I'm torn. I think I I want to say The Wedding Singer. Ooh, Adam Sandler. Shout. Tommy Boy is right there, but Wedding Singer has like the love story aspect to it a little bit more prominent than Tommy Boy where Tommy was just straight there's too much you know slapstick to make it an all-around great movie I think Wedding Singer has a little bit of everything it's been, it's, it's perfect it's a bit of comedy it's a bit of romance there's some yep. songs in there it's emotion yep. it's a good one yep. Yep. Uh, what about an album what album would you bring with you album that is tough um man probably just a Tom Petty like greatest hits so I can cheat Tom Petty's uh, my favorite. Tom Petty's my favorite artist of all time, but I just and it's it's part of my generation too because that's where it died. But listening to an album in its entirety has just really gone to the wayside. So and I'm guilty of it too with iTunes and things like that. It really has. That's it. I'm sad yeah. when I bring up this question quite a lot because people go, yeah. "Oh, I haven't listened to an album in ages." I'm like, "Oh, it's, yeah." Because it was used to be like to, like a Tom like a Tom Petty greatest hits is a great shortcut. But you know, you think of some of Tom Petty's work, you think like the albums is constructed in a way where everything ebbs and, and flows in and around. And, yeah, and, I, and I do feel bad because you know, as a pro wrestler, I consider myself an artist as well. You know, what I do is artistry, and an album is put together this song and that song, and there's purpose behind that. But like I said, it's just kind of gone to the wayside.
Uh, how about a luxury item? So this can be something with some sentimental value. Uh, it could be a bit of tech. It could be one of your more prized uh, action figures from your wall, but it could only be one. Well, um, well if my family's not coming, I'll have to bring a nice photo of them to have them by my side. How about that? Oh, that's a lovely sentimental answer. I like yeah. it. Is there yes. one? Is there one picture in in question that you would bring? One that maybe you're thinking of right now. Um, well, my lovely wife sets up these like professional shoots. We've been doing it once a year, every year since you know the girls are born. So there's there's a plethora of really cool beach shots of the four of us, you know, and things like that. So it'd be something like that. How are the girls on photo shoot day? Are they are they behaved or is this a chance always, to cause a bit of chaos? Say, no, when you have kids, you just got to keep clicking that button, you know, and uh, the one out of 100 will be worth it. But you got to just keep clicking to capture stuff because they're moving too fast. You know? <laughs> uh, boozing with the toys uh, was on fight just the other night. Uh, another an, another great strand to what you do. Uh, how was that for you? And are there plans to do more stuff on fight on the horizon? Uh uh, great, yeah. So Boozing with the Toys, it was a Patreon-exclusive show that we did, but uh, through the success of it, we've uh, partnered with Fight, and it's on Fight once a month for free. And essentially, it's just me, myself, uh, Matt Cardona, Smart Mark Sterling, Captain Joe Shoes, our sidekick uh, for the evening, and we're just shooting the shit. Uh, it started, the name really started, it was because we were encouraging our fans to get a little liquid courage and make... Uh, courageous ebay purchases basically, basically. <laughs> you know without without being right-minded so that's how it started and we still do a little bit of that but really like we've just been having our you know our friends pop in last night we had diana Perrazzo on and we were talking about her new impact wrestling figure and we actually showed render images of the figure for the first time ever you know live on fight so cool fun fun things like that maven tough enough season one winner popped in last night so you just never know who what friend or fr you know of the major pod will pop in and uh, have a drink with us and shoot the shit live on fight? So we'll see more of those without a doubt. Then That's it's it's a it's a guaranteed once a month uh, show. So you know, be on the lookout. Amazing, amazing. Let's get to your third and final match, then, Brian. We've had Warrior Hogan from WrestleMania Six. Uh, we we what would you like your third and final one to be? Uh, Alicia Fox versus Molina. No, um, <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh, Last, thought you were going to do it. Lastly, uh, I'm going to go with WrestleMania 25, Shawn Michaels, Undertaker. Uh, because, like, that is one that I was in the business and it was, like, it was one of those things, like, I'm backstage watching it, like, can, this is what, this is what your goal should be, like, to obtain something this majestic in the business, you know what I mean? A match that literally stands the test of time to legendary wrestlers with so much tv time and equity and then they go out there and have this incredible match with so many incredible moments and it just like i mean I, the whole building was captivated even people that weren't even wrestling fans were stopped and you know got, got enthralled by that so that that to me that's like what your goal should be you know what i mean the business to 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 aspire to something that epic i think you know and that's why that one's still special to me i remember so at the time at the time uh, right after that aired, I went to FCW and I lived with Trent Barretta and we would watch it like all the time, man, because it was just so inspiring. Take us back to, to being there and watching it. Who were you, who were you around? What, who, what was the, the, the atmosphere where you precisely were? So it's funny you said that. I'll never forget. I was sitting like kind of in like a catering area. You know, WrestleMania backstage is so big. It's not like catering is just one little room like it normally would be a TV. And I was sitting with uh, – one of my best friends in the whole world, TJ Wilson, Tyson Kidd. Uh, 
and Dean Malenko and his wife. And then when that spot came where uh, Deuce didn't really catch Undertaker the way, you know, the, in the best possible way, let's say, mm-hmm. and it looked like it looked like he really got hurt. We all three of us, me, Dean, and TJ, ran to Gorilla to make sure. And then I watched the rest of it in Gorilla, and you know, we knew he was okay after that. But just just an epic matchup. Was that your instinct, just to run to the gorilla position and just, just get an update why, and just know. go? Oh shit, we gotta see if he's okay, you know, kind of thing, you know. It's kind of yeah, you want to just be near where any in, anything that's gonna come down with any updates, it's gonna be in gorilla, isn't it? So I mean, like, we're li- we're there, we're living this moment in time. Like, why not? You know, incredible, absolutely incredible. What a, what a, what a time to be backstage as that match is happening as well. I agree, it's wrestling history. Nice. Now, uh, this has been a lovely chat today. Uh, Before we let let you go, tell us once again where people can find you. Uh, Talk to us a little bit more about how people can get involved with Patreon and and the the podcast and all of that good stuff. Sure. Plug away, sir. I mean, there's you don't have enough time for me to plug all the stuff I'm doing, but uh, <laughs> the major wrestling figure podcast, myself, Matt Cardona, AEW, Smart Mark Sterling. Um, we, we just celebrated our four-year anniversary. Um, it's all things pretty much pro wrestling collectibles uh, and then some. So if if you're gun shy about it, I would say give us a shot. You might be pleasantly surprised, um, but it's been a phenomenon, if you will. Super successful. It's a... Uh, been really incredible we have a patreon where you can get you know bonus episodes and all kinds of things exclusive facebook group where we all interact and you know it's it's a kind of basically a community that we've built of collectors and people and fans of our show it's just been wonderful um i'm also you know a head coach at creative pro wrestling here in uh, hicksville new york uh we've trained mjf chris statlander max caster uh you know bear bronson smart mark sterling you know the list goes on and and then some uh so that's kicking on all cylinders you know and that's something i truly enjoy and very passionate about uh impact wrestling digital media champion access tv uh, i don't know where in the uk you guys can watch it but uh yeah, it's impact sure plus and impact insider so you can watch it via oh, the app watch it via the website and via the youtube channel as well yeah oh so i really am the digital media champion there you really over good. here you are very much the digital media yeah champion. yeah <laughs> well we, we gotta i hate to say this but we gotta change that we gotta work on that <laughs> well, you get the belt back first, and then we'll make a thing. Hey, well, best... I'm, I, I'm, I'm still the champ in the record. <laughs> You're still the champ. You just you need to go and climb the ladder tomorrow and go and get it. There we go. <laughs> and, um, I, and, and I guess if it's the last day, I'd say, please do not miss that because I'm going to put on that goddamn show. I promise you that. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 